So in this share this afternoon, <clears throat> we're going to take a short break from the saga we've been going through on the Tseva Brain. Although I'm sure everybody is dying to hear the final installment. But we're going to focus today, we're going to focus now on a very relevant, relatively relevant Shaila that came up here and across the area in the last few days, which is also related to what we're learning in the afternoon here in Kailu. So this past Shabbos, as we all noticed, was a snowstorm. Now they say about uh, Rav Shlomo Yosef Zevin that if you look in his Sefer, there's an article, there's an essay, Hashalek. So if you look in the Mava, in the introduction by his family to the new edition of his other Sefer, Isham Meshittis, so describing his encyclopedic uh, knowledge, of course he was involved in starting the Encyclopedia Talmudis, but they're trying to make the case that it wasn't just a work, that as a person he was a living encyclopedia on any topic you asked him about, he could launch into a, an essay. So as an example, they say that one of the people who used to attend the shiurim, someone who went on later to be uh, a, a senior judge in uh, the Israeli judicial system, so he says, that article, Ashelag in Lord Halacha, where did that article come from? How did it come to be? He says it was a Wednesday, and it snowed in Yerushalayim, and apparently, as we know, it doesn't snow that often in Yerushalayim. When it does, they get very excited, it paralyzes everything. So uh, the Chavra preferred to look at the snow than to listen to a shir. So they made a deal with him, they said, we'll only come to shir if you talk about the snow. He said, fine. So on the spot, that's when he came up this whole shear. He was able to, he was just able to you know, pull it out of his head on, uh, on a whim, you know, to be able to give an overview of Shalik and Halacha. And then they heard later from the editor of Hatzofeh, where his articles used to appear first before they were collected in his books, that by that afternoon he had already written up the whole shear, the whole article, and submitted it for that week's paper. So recently they were talking about Zosha Willem, all of Shalom who passed away, and one of the shvachim they said was also that it snowed once, I guess it was a serious uh, snowstorm, and maybe it was only, uh, you know, half seder. And the Viter also, he launched into a, into a shear on the topic of snow, and, you know, takes a certain uh, type of person, certain type of idea. So we're not going to get into snow for the sake of snow, Hayyayis were learning Hilchah Shabbos, so as the snow was falling on Shabbos, you're walking around, so at least I had the question, Taka, what is the halacha? Is it possible to clear the snow that falls on Shabbos to get a guy? Sometimes you have guy going door to door, I don't know if, if and how often that happens, but certainly in heavier snowstorms you might have that. Can you, uh, never mind, can you arrange it in advance? <coughs> And if you pay attention to this question, you look around Crown Heights, just starting with our neighborhood, you might notice actually that certain buildings, certain places, it looks like there is some uh, shoveling going on, even on Shabbos. Although it would seem like 95% or so of the streets were not cleared. So what's talk of the halacha, what's talk of the din? Can you, uh, can you have someone clear the snow on the street? Obviously, this, it's somewhat of a hazard. 
So if you just learn through these samana and through these halachas generally, you would probably get the impression that it's probably not okay. Even if you look in some of the svarim written today. But as I was going through the svarim on Shabbos that might be related to the topic, so among others I opened the Shemir Shabbos Kolchasa, which of course is one of the most uh, influential svarim and halacha in our day. So if you look in the new edition, I didn't go to check and compare the old edition, but in the new edition, Perek Chafei, Shemiras Haguf, Babayas, and Michutzalai, and Ois Aleph, it says as follows Leis Hatzoyrech, Mutter Lefanes Shalag, and in the Hara, they take, they uh, assert that it's not Mukta, which is its own discussion. You're allowed to clear the snow, Minarachoyv, from the street, Almanas Lemnoya, Hachlokas, so Evrim Veshavim Shon, to prevent people from slipping. Who? As long as it's not a total as long as it's a Carmelis, like most cities we assume. And assuming that we're dealing with paved, a paved road. So you're not, you're not doing anything to the earth itself. So at this point it's already mashma that even a Yid, it's not talking about, it says, Mutter, a Yid can go into the street in a regular neighborhood without a native. We're not going to get into the controversy over different neighborhoods in Carmelis. We're just going to... Uh, Assume for the sake of the share that uh, neighborhoods, neighborhoods in Brooklyn as well are a Carmelis. So according to this, a Yid could go out and start cleaning and shoveling the snow like normal. Yeah, it's possible it should be done by a guy. And in the footnote it says, because if a Yid does it, there's a shtickle zilzal of Shabbos. You're shoveling snow, you're doing work on Shabbos. While you're doing, if you're using a guy, in fact, if it's a guy, you can even do it in a full-fledged Shusad Habim. And in the order it says, Ayin Shut, Mishnah Halachas, Chelek Dal, After seeing this, I reminded myself that I remember that Rabbi Brain also addressed the topic of snow on Shabbos, Bechlal, different aspects of, of snow on Shabbos. In his series, Allah to go back around 2015 or so. So if you I looked it up, if you find there on the website, number 233, so he writes there, I'll quote the relevant part, if there is snow on the sidewalk in front of our house and it poses a danger of slipping, in a place where there is no aid of, although we may not remove the snow ourselves, we may have a non-Jew remove it in order to prevent people from falling, chas You look in the Mar Mekaymas, our lengthy Mar Mekaymas there, Kedarkai, you look, so on that last point, Vayadei Goy, hyphen, shot, Mishnah Allah, Chilak Dal, so he's being Matsayan to the same mocker, so it sounds like Mishnah Allah, from Benasha Klein, seems to be the mocker of this din, of this discussion. Already spoke about him a bit last year, and I mentioned how growing up, I actually. Lived near a shul, I used to see him a lot. Menashe Klein is an interesting gather, where on the one hand, he's probably a bit short of the top tier of Poiskim, Shalos and Shuvis from that generation, of our generation. And sometimes he's a bit unique and alone in some of his opinions and his shittas. But on the other hand, I would say that he's still up there in the list of Shalos and Shuvis that are uh, a brand name. You have a you write a list of Shalos and Shuvas that people recognize. Yigus Meshit, Tzitzeliezer, Shevra Levi. Mishnah Lachas is also fairly up there. 
And Lechayra, after he and the rest passed away, Lechayra, we don't have that phenomenon. In this Dur, people alive today, there is no Shalas Hachuvas that has risen to that level that's you know, a classic set of Shalas Hachuvas. In any case, we see that in this case, Shmir Shabbos Kolchasa, the Sif, seems to be based primarily on his Psak. So in this case, it seems to have been uh, accepted. So let's take a look and see. I would like to take a look at the Mishnah Lachas now, Taka, and see how he came to this Psak. So if you look there in Chelek Dal, there's no date on the Tshuva, but the volume Chelek Dal was printed first in Tavshin Chavtes, and the other Tshuvas there are also from the 60s, so it's from around then. And it's addressed to Yedidi Rav Chavivi Maharash Turk. The old New York accent, Turk, with a, a Vav Yud. Rav, the Kingsbridge Jewish Center, Bronx. So you look him up. Rabbi Samuel Turk passed away in 2009. He was born in America, went through the yeshivas here. And uh, he was, for 40 years, he was the Rav of Kingsbridge Center of Israel in Riverdale. For those interested, he also had a column in the Jewish press for many years. So the, the Shuvah is addressed to him. And the Shiloh was, are you allowed to clean the snow in front of the house on the sidewalk, Belaz? He writes, through a guy, let's assume you're trying to do it right, you're going to arrange some kind of kablonus. So the first question is, there's a din and simulation from Dalet about garbage. Magan Avram, al can we compare this question to that? So he writes this, Rabbi Turk already was mafalpal a bit based on this Magan of Rome and similar from Dallas of Katan Ches. Magan of Rome writes that where he lived, there was already Nagu Hatter to hire a Goybe Kablonus to take garbage, to collect the garbage from the streets. And they did the Molochah on Shabbos. The Magan of Rome writes, Afogav, the Molochah Deir Aisuhu. Why is the Molochah Deir Aisuhu? So he quotes, because it says in Gemara, if you have a pile, a Gavshushis, and then you take it away, it's Baina. Being matakin her Why are they doing this? Tzadok Leimar, the God Lechad Hayr Lemkach. There must have been a God who told them to do this. Why the Bishal Rabim? When you have staka out in the open on that scale, so there's no chshad. Ultimately, the issue here is chshad. The guy can do whatever he wants to do. The issue would be chshad. So the Bishal Rabim, someone paskin that it's fine. But the Schiriyim pshita the Osir. And the Bible even adds, and where there's no minute like this, you should also not be makel. If there's a minute, then it's fine. If you look in the Alter Rebbe, Alter Rebbe brings a variation of this as well in Sivches. It's clearly the kohol. They hire the guy in Bekablonus to clean the garbage. And he does it on his own, even on Shabbos. We're not chayshish lamaris ayin. They are not chayshish. V'yeshalom do'aleim s'chos. V'yeshikvarna sparsam ha'dover. It's already famous. Shedarech lisker nachri b'kablonus. To clean the garbage. It's not a schir yoyim. So there's no chashash manas ayin. K'mesh ha'kasav to besinu neishmem gimel. He also concludes. V'makim she'ein shamineg e'en lahakum. So l'chayra. If you compare this to that. In this case. Surely not b'kablonus. The call. There's no call hiring any uh, snow removal. Everyone's hiring your own guy and you're paying them by the hour, or whatever it is. So it seems pretty awesome. Then he says, but even Rabbi Turk, doesn't say what Rabbi Turk said, but he was being mitzadid for a heter, because it's very important. Nachutz mo'ed. So, Rabbi Klein says, if you compare this to the Magan Avram, 
Lachayre, yeah, it would be hard to find a hatter because it's a malacha deraisa. If we assume that it's the same kind of malacha deraisa as the garbage there, and uh, we don't find the musig of being matter malacha deraisa even by a guy without the kablonos and avoiding the chshad and all that, just because of hafsad momen, right? Because what's the, one of the issues here is that there's a law in New York City that you have to clean your snow in front of your property within a certain amount of time. If you don't, they fine you. Uh, as we'll see, this is a, an important part of this discussion. That's part of what's driving this discussion. I didn't do that much, that much research to see how the law today compares and a lot comes down to also how much they uh, crack down, uh, especially if it falls on Shabbos and it's known that the Jewish community is, is, not, uh, is probably not uh, active on Shabbos. Uh, I haven't heard that it's a major pressing issue, but the way he's describing them, and maybe back then they uh, used to crack down more and it was a more urgent issue. So just because of Hafsa the moment they're going to get a, a, a ticket... That would not be enough of a reason to just start being matter things that are otherwise uh, awesome. Although it's not fully clear, he says. But Lafini is daiti. Let's start by establishing that what the Magen of Ram said is not relevant to our din. Because the Magen of Ram said that cleaning the garbage is a malacha deraisa. Why? He said, he alluded to the Gemara of the Gavshushis. That if you take the Gavshushis away in your home, in the city, it's boina. You fix the, the earth. And Basada, it's Chaydesh. So, right? The Gemara says house, we're comparing the street to the house. But that's all a Gavshushis, a pile of dirt, or Zevel, a pile of garbage, similar to a pile of dirt. But we have to start by establishing that clearing away snow, you can't compare snow to a pile of dirt, it's not Baina. Why? Because snow melts on its own. And he's Mitzayan to Gemara Baba Basada. There it's talking about putting things in the window. Is it mamayat from the window? Is it not? So all those things, water-based uh, elements are not mamayat, Rashi says, because they melt on their own. So Rashi Klein says, Pashat, for the same reason, it shouldn't be Baina either. If it's not, doesn't count as being present in the window, then it shouldn't be uh, its presence or lack of presence moving around shouldn't have an impact on Din Baina on the earth. So it's time also to a Gemara Nida, which talks about the Nyanim of Shalag. And Avada, he says, if you cleared it from your, from your field, it also wouldn't be Chaydesh. It goes for both halachas. There's Mitzayan to Shulchan Arach Simen Shinchaf, Sif Tes, halachas of snow on Shabbos. He says, you don't, have to, you don't have to smash the snow, but you can put it in a cup to melt. So if you're there, it says, you're allowed to break ice, etc. There's a Mishnah in Taras, that the shelag is not oichel, it's not mashka. If you had a mind that it's oichel, but ledaita, if you had a mind that it's mashka, we treat it like mashka. So it has its own completely different gather on Shabbos. Can't compare it to, to earth and garbage. So Pashat, he says that you can't compare it to Zevel B'chatzer, B'rachayv. That has a shtikol din mechuber, you being mash v'gumais. Shalik is not relevant to all of that. So it seems like we've successfully managed to disconnect this question, this discussion, from the sugya of the Zevel and Eshram Dalit. Of course, cleaning garbage is its own discussion. Of course, air in, uh, you know, nowadays, we put the garbage out before Shabbos and we allow the city's sanitation department to pick it up. That's its own discussion.
So what would the problem be? What would the problem be here? The problem is going to end up being something to do with doing things in the Rosh Hashanah. So he says, first of all, number one, we have to figure out, is there an Isidur Aisa here involved or not? Let's say Yid himself was cleaning the snow with his hands, with his body. Would he be over an Isidur or not? He says, it's not an Isidur Aisa, as long as you weren't Maver Dalar Amas but if you're Ma'avid Amis, then maybe it's not a problem. Although he says, if you didn't pick it up with your hands, or you didn't move it, Dalar Amis, even if you did pick it up with your hands, then it would only be an Isidur Abanam. And maybe not even that, he says. Because if you take something less than Dalar Amis for Shusar we don't have the usual, we don't apply the usual rule of Chatsi Shir. There's no Chatsi Shir by Tchumen and Dalar Amis, which is its own discussion. But at any rate, he says, if you were a year, then you had snow, if you were trying to avoid an Isidur Isis, so you would start by being maverit, pachas pachas medalaramis. That would be the first thing you would do to make sure you're not being over an Isidur So, second of all, he throws this in just briefly. We should treat this like a malacha, you don't need the snow here, you don't need the snow here, you're just trying to get it out of your way. And that's its own sugir, rashi taisvis rambam. But uh, he says, Rav Paiskim would say it's Taka de Rabbanon. Now, is this Bechal or Shusar Abim or not? He says, if you say that it's not a Shusar Abim, then there's certainly no Malacha Der Aisa in the first place. There's nothing to talk about. But even if it is, even if you want to treat uh, New York City like we're Shusar Abim, well, I, I just told you, we can be Maver Pachas Medalar Amis. Then he says, Vaid Ani of another point. That usually, how do you shovel snow? I mean, there's different, people have different uh, techniques, styles, but the way he describes it is, you're just, you're shoving the snow, you're pushing it, you're shoving it, you're not picking it up, he says. If you never picked it up, then there's no Akira, and there's no Hanacha. So it's not Maver Dalar Amis. He starts being Messiah into the different sugis. A grain of Kis B'Shabes, or you're just dragging it on the ground. In Ksubis, Lema Hagbat, Saira picking it up as part of the Haitzah. Gemara Shabbos, Hever Chatzi Gregoris, Lavdar Haitzah Bekach, Lav Haitzahu. So, if you do it in this manner, you're also not uh, being, not doing a Kinnanacha, you're also not being Maivadalar uh, Amos. So, now switching to the Metzias, which is, you, you probably want to get a guy to do this. So based on all of this, you could speak to the guy and make a deal with him, make a tenai and say, please be careful when you clean the snow not to move things more than Dalaramas at a time. Try. And if you are going to move it more than Dalaramas, at least, uh, you know, be makbid on pachas, pachas me Dalaramas. Teach him how to be nizr and hilchas, you know, hilchas Then in Bazoi, there's no chashash maivr b'dayraisa. I... What are the chances? Is the guy going to follow your uh, instructions? Is he love dafka? But once he did, once he disobeys you, that's his own decision. You don't have to be chayshish to his uh, decision. You told him how to do it uh, in the right way, in the correct way. We have no tzivoy to stop a guy from doing malacha on the rishus and Whatever he's doing, he's doing. Ah, you're going to ask, how did the shovel get here? We took care of the snow. But I, you have to bring a shovel from somewhere. He brought it at least even if he brings his own. He says, it's also not a problem. The guy brought the shovel for himself. You're a yid, you're hiring him. You don't care if he has a shovel. You want to get down on your hands and knees and start uh, burrowing in the snow with your hands? That's fine. 
That's not for me, it's for you. And we already established that once he's shoveling, there's no, not, there's no need for there to be Dalat Amas. You can drag it. Even if you pick it up, you put it down within Dalat Amas. Ruba to Ruba. And you can make this tonight with him. So he's satisfied with, with that point. So we've gotten away from saying that it's an Isidere Isa in his view. Okay, no, you still can't, uh, you still have to, it's still an Isidere Abanan. Why? What's the Hatter? Ah, so here's where we come to the Hatter of the Kites from Simon Shin Ches. So once we've established there's no Isidere Isa here, so now I think, he says, I think it's partial you could tell a guy to clean the snow. Because in Erechaim Simen Shinches, Sif Yud Ches, it says if you have a thorn in Rishus Arabim, you're allowed to take it, Pachas Pachas Medalaramis, that's in Rishus Arabim. If it's a Carmelist, you're allowed to pick it up and take it away. The Chashina and Shemi Yaziku Bayrabim, Obamakim Hazeka Darabim, Legazru Rabbanon Shvos. There's a Shvos, but the whole Shvos doesn't apply where there's a Hazeka Darabim. You look at Al Rebbe there also in Sif Mem Tes, Al Rebbe restates it. So all these Isurim Drabanan get suspended, Bemakim Hezek Drabim. The Gemakar is in the Gemara Shabbos, and he says, Bechlal is a Machlekas Rishayim. The Ran argues that according to the Bahag, could even be Matur Yisurim Deiraisa. He has a whole uh, Mahalach to explain why Muzog that the Bahag holds that. Fine, the Rav Rishayim hold not a Deiraisa, only a Shvos, which is the way the Shulchan Aruch and Alter Rebbe said it. He says, Loim Eboy according to the Bahag. So surely has it Deiraisa, no problem. But uh, so if you, even if a Yid could do it, so Avad you could tell a guy. And if you don't have a guy, you could do it. Why not? But even according to the place, come and say they're only matter shvos. So we just explained at length why uh, snow removal is only a shvos, not a deraisa. So if there's only a shvos, so if we argue that this is also a hezek derabim like a kites, so you would be allowed to do it the pachas medalaramis even for a year. Afiluli yisrael, but like a guy mishum hezek derabim and kol And if you do have a guy, there would be no iser. We said kites. We said pachas medalaramis for the shusad adam. We suspend that on the shusad adam and tiltul bechlal on the karmos. This discussion is until now has been going with both assumptions. Even if you say that New York City is a shusad adam, that's why you have the whole you know, hemshich about pachas uh, medalaramis. The question is. How broad is this din of kites? How far, how, what can we apply it to? Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, it just says kites. So he says, if you look at the Magen Avram, he quotes a rivash, a shuvah of the rivash, that says, no, it's tafka, only the things we see in Chazal, a kites, a gachelas, shalmatches, something that you might not see, that's why there's a danger, people might not see it, and they'll get hurt. But anything you could see easily, the rivash says, is not mutter. In fact, there's a Befeirish Rabbeinu Hananu who says this in Shabbos as well. The Magen Avram asks on the Rivasht, the Magen Avram says, we see there's another din, a Shvud Shal Eitz, for, for roasting or whatever, you're also allowed to carry it, Shalei Aziku Bay, Simen Tovkuf Yudchas, Lachas Yamtif. The Magen Avram says from here, it seems like even if it is Nikolai Nayim, anything. 
Even the Morgan of Ram says, Evan Gedoyla, a large stone, a large rock, that would, that would be awesome. Morgan of Ram also makes another point. Morgan of Ram says that it could only be something that was not, that was not there in Erev Shabbos, because if it was already there in Erev Shabbos, you should have taken it away in Erev Shabbos. If this wasn't the case, then you should be able to clear stones away on Shabbos. That's clearly not okay. So when Mozog, the stones were there yesterday, that's why, but something that doesn't belong here, a kites, a gachalas, even a shvut shalates, according to Magan of Ram, it appears there on Shabbos, you're allowed to get rid of it. Now, if you look at the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe does not get into this shaklavataria of the Magan of Ram, sort of just restates the Shulchan Aruch the way the Shulchan Aruch said it, a kites, without getting into these gdanim. If you look at the Elyad Abba, the Elyad Abba says, he has a kash in the Magan Avram, that uh, Magan Avram overlooked the Ran. The Ran, that, uh, I don't know if it's a kash, or just that there's, uh, there's other Rishayim that also speak about this that the Ran didn't mention. When it comes to the Rivash, the Rivash is Machmer. The Rivash is saying, essentially, according to the Rivash, it sounds like we would have a problem here. Because he mamish limits it only to kites, Magen Avram is being a little more uh, expansive. So he says there are other achreinim that ask on the rivash that lucharetz and often a gemara aminiach esakad b'rishus harabim. Stop! No, he just says this. It seems like from the Ran also uh, that you could be matter. Achreinim ask. You see that aminiach esakad b'rishus harabim lucharetz but some tough bays. That if you leave something in the street and people trip on it, you're chayef. Ah, you could say, uh, why, look where you're going. Why, why did you look, why did you just walk into my object that I left in the middle of the street? So what's, even Kendallach and Chayed there uh, learn this? The, we say, the we say, people don't look where they're going. It's probably more true today than ever. So Achreinim are asking, are asking this on the Rivash. So Dr. Benasha Klein, that they're asking like it's their own kasha. They all miss the Tashbates. The Tashbates is pretty close in time to the Rivash. And the Tashbates in the Chelek Aleph, Simen Kuflamad Zayin, he says, Re'isi tshuva achas midgodl hadur. That says, only a gachel ha-shamatachas. is referring to the Rivash. And everything else, you can't take away on Shabbos because b'nei adam inayim lehem lidis. People should see where they're going. And the Tashbit says, Vain Daiti, can I disagree? Because we say in Hamaniach that uh, people don't look where they're going. That's where your Chayv bin Azakin, and that's the Psak of the Rif. So if we're being Maitzi Mamain, because people don't look where they're going, Koshikain, Ashvos, should be Nitchan Shabbos. So we have this Tashbit. So the Tashbit is Mamash Lidach of the Rivash. The Tashbit seems to be saying, even the most visible obstacles, just like your Chayv Nezek, Bechlal, you should be uh, Mutter to, to get rid of it on Shabbos. So back to the snow, we're, we're arguing that snow is a hezek that abim. So according to the Magan Avram, even the Magan Avram already holds that if it's noticeable, he also disagreed with the Rivash. And certainly according to the Tashbits, so Ebezoi not only could you tell a guy, but you'd even be able to do it yourself if there isn't a guy to, if it was Rishis Abim, to carry it, Betoich Dal Aramis. Then there's the other question of, does the snow have to fall only on Shabbos, can it fall before Shabbos? According to the Magen Avram, Dafka on Shabbos, other Achreinim say it could be even be before Shabbos. And then he says, even the Rivash, the Rivash seemed to be the one who said, no, Mamish, only a Kreitz and a Gachalas. He says, could be, what was the Rivash's vart? Usually, 
you have one kites, the rest of the street is fine. There's one kites in one spot, and the Rivash is saying that for, uh, for other things that, that you can see, walk around it, go somewhere else. Right? That's Rivash's argument. You could see where you're going. So you could see where you're going and go somewhere else. But with snow, snow doesn't fall in, uh, in one spot in front of your house. Snow falls on the entire street. So here, the whole tide of a Naim lamb, they know where they're going, it doesn't help you. The snow is everywhere. Uh, fine, I see it. And now what do I do? I still can't walk over the snow without risking uh, a bad fall. So that whole argument is not relevant here. So even the Rivash would be made that, even though it's nicker, but uh, this is the only way to solve the problem. There is no other way to solve the problem. You can't walk around them. And he says, at least, at the very least, uh, the Rivash would be made that if you kicked it with your feet a little bit to the side, but then you would, even the Rivash would be made uh, at the very least that it's mutter if there's no guy. Then he raises the question, he says, a bit of a question talk of you know, how damaging, how threatening is a particular hezek? We need a bit of a gather here, right? So the Rivash has a very strict gather. Uh, anything you can't see is dangerous. But if it's visible, then people, it's on, it's on, the onus is on people, it's on them. They have to make sure they know where they're going. If you look at the Tashbits though, the Tashbits holds the opposite. So the Shaila he was asked about was about a, a lamp. A lamp went out, and for some reason this lamp is now, it's in the way. People might get damaged by the lamp. That was the Shaila. And he says, you're allowed to take it without doing any shtick before Shabbos with mukta and all that because of this din of Sakana. So the Tashmits is saying it's a very broad definition. Anything that seems mildly problematic, mildly threatening, a lamp. So according to the Tashmits, it seems that anything that could pose a damage, it's visible, it's not visible, it's always a hezek, and there's no problem of a shvus here. So the snow would also be a hezek l'ravim. So if you look at the Mishnah Brura, the Mishnah Brura Taka writes, Lehitiru Ella Bavan Kotin Shainainim. The Ara Khashokhan says, Ainlumidimikoitishardvarim. You see that the Mishnah Brun Ara Khashokhan were going in the direction of the Rivash. They were trying to be Mitsamtim this din. They didn't want it to become a, a free-for-all. Everyone's gonna walk around in the street on Shabbos and start picking things up. But he says it's a pala, mitashbits. A lot of Akhraina didn't seem to have the Tashbits. Alright, they missed it. He's a bit scientist, interesting safer. He says, look in Shut Besamim Reish, Simon Sadak. So for those not familiar, Besamim Reish was ostensibly new Shuvas of the Rosh. They were printed in the Tufkofs by a certain Ripshel Berlin. But very soon afterwards, there were accusations that Ripshel Berlin was a Shtickel Maskel, an early Maskel. And the, the uh, allegation was that there was no Xaviad, there were, there were no Shuvas of the Rosh. He uh, made the chivas up himself. Each chiva is then followed by his commentary. And they said he wrote the chivas, he wrote the commentary, and some of those chivas seem to have certain agendas. He's almost like planting certain ideas that uh, he felt the, the halachic world needed to have, so he put it in there. One of the famous ones, Dafke, is about suicide. Very early chiva that's more open-minded towards people who commit suicide out of uh, desperation. Anyway, he quotes the B'Sam Reish here without comment. And B'Sam Reish, the Mitzadik, there's a line there. Umechabin, b'reshus harabim, gachel ha-shel eitz, l'fishim esirin, kol ha-nazakim b'duchta d'shrichi rabim, kol she'em alacha der-eisa. Okay, so if you count the B'Sam Reish as a mocker, so he seems to phrase it as kol ha-nazakim. 
And then Rashi Klein says, Befrat, here we have a Chayk HaMedina. He's bringing the law. Now, Rashi Klein's general attitude towards laws, I'm not sure was always, uh, I don't think he was that into following every law. But here, Dafki wants to argue, why is the law the law? Why is there a law you have to clean your snow in front of your property? Because it's a danger, because it's a hazard. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a law. Everyone knows that people slip and fall, and it's therefore your responsibility to prevent people from slipping and falling on your property or the sidewalk in front of your property. No, so the Dover Pasha, everyone, it's not like we came here and made up a new shash of Hezek. Why, that's why the law is here. So, there's a Vade Hezek that Abim. And especially when the snow starts melting, and then it freezes again, then it becomes icy, then it's really dangerous, and then it's really a hazard that have Certainly according to the Tashbits and according to the Morgan Avram, and according to the Rivash, we could debate it, back to that old question. Is it, on the one hand, it's visible, on the other hand, how does seeing it help you in the case of snow or ice? What about the thin sheet of ice that's not visible? That's even worse. Yeah, sometimes you do have invisible, you have black ice. But the main argument, the main discussion is clearing regular snow. It, you know, before it melted and froze and melted and froze. On the other hand, Menashe Klein makes a point, which others might make, which is, uh, safe kol safe, it's it snowed on Shabbos, and everyone, most people, went about their uh, merry way, and they walked carefully on the snow, and most people, most of the time, are not uh, falling and tripping and getting injured, chas Sometimes, uh, sometimes if, tack, if it freezes more, if it gets icier, then they do get more likely to get hurt. Someone was telling me that in Crown Heights, there was once a, a winter, once a time, where the whole Crown Heights was slippery from Einzeits and Sveten, and the Rebbe even slipped or almost slipped. And, you know, some, sometimes there's like a massive, like everyone's, you know, sitting and schmoozing, wow, it's Mamash Takanas Tafash outside. Most snowstorms, it's not, doesn't quite reach that level right away. So, we could uh, sit and clear what exactly is the gather of has But then he just abruptly concludes and says, you could tell a guy to clean the snow in front of the house, especially dinner the Machusa, Hazak Darabim. So we see it's a Hazak, so you can tell a guy to do it, even without Kabbalanus, Pashadal's din kites. We're taking din kites and we're making it we're making it applicable and relevant and we're applying it to snow. So Kol Shekem Kabbalanus. Then he throws in that there's an interesting shita that Rav Yah cited in the Beis Yosef in Simish and Zion that Amir Lugoy B'dayr Isa is only usher if there's no way you could possibly do it, like heating up uh, something. There's no possible way to do it. Huh? He said different achreinim say different things, and that was Magen Avram says lechayr only on Shabbos, but other achreinim say even before Shabbos. Just now, Allah, he said. It doesn't uh, doesn't seem like it. it. Doesn't seem like he got into that too much. So there's Rav Yo that says that Amir Lagoyev Dayraisa is only usher if there's mamish no way to do it. But he says anything in Rosh says technically you can carry anything in Rosh if you really want to. All you have to do is get a bunch of uh, colleagues, a bunch of uh, assistants, and make mechitzes of bnei adam, and uh, then you can start carrying. You can create your own uh, mechitzes. Say then there's no the middle of Nachri never really applies fully in the, in the same way when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that's its own. He just throws it in the Milsa. he says Maskana is we can lididon we can say tell a guy to clean the snow and if you don't have a guy then all of a sudden Rabbi Nachman backs off. 
the taka do it yourself. Yeshlis Yashav Harav Adover. Oh, certainly this is neged. It's a yid's own shemir Shabbos. It's very different. So uh, you know, we're gonna start making our own dimyon to compare different cases on Shabbos. To take a shovel would be avadaser, but even by by foot, it's not clear. If you do it, you know, it's, I guess we're not gonna scream at you. But in lasses came lechatchila because there is the rivash who's not hundred percent clear. But gamle bore hazeka, we're not fully clear on the hazek. So suddenly, when it comes back to yid, all of a sudden he uh, gets very uh, nervous and conservative. But comes to a guy, he has no problem whatsoever. And that's his maskana. And like, as we said in the beginning, it seems like the Mishnah Alachas, the Mishnah Klan, was Zeicha, that uh, the Shemir Shabbos Kochasa put it in there in his uh, very, very influential Sefer as a Psak Din. If you look in the Shemir Shabbos Kochasa in Ha'ar, Rabbi Kitzer, he writes the same thing, Mamish, in a few lines. Yeshleim of the Daimalakites. The shalag is not like an evan gedoyla, which you're not to take away, which the Mishnah Berurah mentioned. The yeshleimar shakivin shalag nimtza b'chomakim because the snow is everywhere, so there's nothing you can do to avoid it. Ba'ayin shut Mishnah halachas. So that's that's the idea. The Shmishav is kochasu mamav. You say the Shmishav is kochasu went even further, seemingly. Yeah, true. Right. What was the what was the lashon? Mekomakim efsher. That was the Lashon. But he started off by making it sound like you could do it too. And that's Rabbi Brian also, we saw, brought this halacha lemaisa. He said, you can have a guy uh, clear he's talking about in Karnites. If you look at the Marim Akaymas, so you can also see how in his unique style, he goes through these inyonim, and even according to Rivash, that you should be machmer in something that's very visible, but Khan should call the artist shiny. out of Shabbos, the Magan of Rome, by Tzorachion, Al-Tarebbe doesn't get into it. And he's been to his brother, my brain's brother wrote about Bechlau, the gather of Heter Shvus, Makim Niskeirabim. And he, po- he says his brother points, at, uh, points to a diak in Simon Shintazayan. There it talks about killing uh, dangerous creatures on Shabbos. Similar related concept of preventing hezek. So Dr. brings two shittas, one that's more lenient about killing any uh, dangerous thing you see. There's one that's more machmer. And Dr. concludes, If you have an alternative way of warning everyone and not uh, stepping on them or killing them, then a balnefa should be machmer. So from this Dr. it sounds like that Mashenkin in snow, where you can stand and scream all you want, not helping anybody. So even a balnefa shouldn't be machmer. Same concept. Just those smaller issues. You're not supposed to do Tircha on Shabbos. The guy's doing it, should be fine. Then he's been Now, aside from this Mishnah Alachis, I did not find any other direct discussion on this from any of the other Gedalia Paiskim from that generation. However, in the last couple of years, you do find various. Discussions touching on this in different kaiftsim, different shutim from younger abanim. Interesting to note that I found a macha against this psak in Kaivitz Eitz Chaim Baba 45. Uh, came out a few years ago, Tavshanai and Ches. In the letters to the editor, there's a letter signed by a Rebarach Eisenberg of Brooklyn, doesn't seem to have any f- uh, formal position. He writes, So the Isi Loer, I saw lately they're being makel to clean snow on Shabbos. 
he's from Brooklyn, so I'm assuming he's talking about uh, here. He says, I found out it's all the fault of the Shemir Shabbos Kolchasa. Because he writes in the new Madura, Perek and he quotes the whole Shemir Shabbos Kolchasa, that you're allowed to clean snow on Shabbos in the street. And he tries to debunk, tries to argue, so I, what about the kites? What about the din kites? So he says, what's the comparison? Anybody can get uh, easily damaged by a kite, but from snow, what do you mean? Since we're little kids here in New York City, we learn how to walk, how to balance yourself on the snow. This happens all the time. Everyone knows how to walk without falling. So how can you compare it to the kitesim? Those are unusual things. It catches you by surprise. Ah, you're going to say, do it with a guy, not with a yid, because Shmir Shabbos Kochasa says in the footnotes, Taka, that's an afshar, should be by a guy in a footnote, because with a yid is zilzal. But the guy is also zilzal. Plus, there's Isser Tircha B'Shabbos, which our brain alluded to. There's an Isser Tircha, you know, to just go and uh, do uh, things that are, uh, involve effort. And he says, the number one thing, when a person has a heart condition, what's the first thing doctors tell people that have a heart condition? Don't shovel the snow. That's the one thing you have to watch out. He says, even the news, he quotes the news, he says, the Balea Chadashis, the Veter, the Nias, they all say when it's snowing, by the way, those with a heart problem, don't shovel the snow. So there's an Isutircha. Okay, nothing here is Muchrach, but it's just interesting to see that he's attesting to the Kula spreading, and he wants to slug it up. Almost finished here. Um... Interestingly, I saw in Shazat Shiva's Sherlin Vadarshan, Rabbi Yosh Schlesinger, is a Rav in Gilo. I quoted him once last year regarding doing a concert, Chazanus and Ashul. So when Chelek Ches came out a few years ago, Simchav Gimel, he asks about snowfall in Yerushalayim. Like I said, they get very panicky when, it, when snow falls in Yerushalayim, an inch or two. And uh, the trucks, the, the ones who are going to clear it, are, are Yidden, Yiddish drivers. So can they clear the snow on Shabbos or not? So the way he's marked the Shaila is. Are you chayshish to future pikoach nefesh? And he goes off in a totally different direction, trying to go through all the halachas where do we uh, are we concerned about a future pikoach nefesh? Are we not? Beikar uh, with regards to chayla, and his maskana is lahakal. He says it's better if you can get goyim, but uh, if, you, if you don't have, then uh, maybe even you. Now there's also a related question. With this, we'll conclude. Um, and this is a question related to places like Muncie. In Hamadrich Lahira from New Square, last year, there's an article by Shimon Lazar Taiber from Amatz and Muncie about cleaning snow on Shabbos by a guy who's sort of hard to do it the whole year. The way he describes it is that in these uh, suburban areas, um, they have this arrangement where uh, he says there's different ways of doing it, but there's companies that offer snow removal services, and you we sort of discuss it at the, at the beginning of the year. And then there's two financial arrangements. Either you pay them a flat rate, and then either it snows a lot or a little, they have to come no matter what. Or you just agree that they'll show up whenever it snows, then you pay them each time. So without a shayel of hazard, without just people on their own property, they want to look after their property, clear the snow. Can you do this or not? This shayel attack is a lot more related to these halachas. The, the whole deal and the whole discussion revolves around these saman and these halachas. So, first of all, what's the problem? He comes to the conclusion that there's really no problem with cleaning the snow itself. The only problem is taka, the truck. They come with their trucks, with their shovels. He says, ah, you're going to say, well, who asked you to come with the truck? Come and clean it. Now, obviously, here, especially in the suburbs, no one's coming uh, without a truck. You're going into a, an agreement. The agreement is, obviously, they're going to come and do it in this particular way. 
So the question is, can we be matter? Can we be mekel? So he gets into and his maskara is is that it's not a problem and I recommend looking it up if you're interested in seeing a practical application of these halachas. He says the main problem is maris ayin and hitaka's maskana is that sai maris ayin because people most people don't know the exact arrangement they don't have an understanding of what the financial agreement here is, they might think it is a schiriyoyim, they don't know that it's done properly. Uh, also, there's b'chal, chil Hashem, zilzul b'shabbos, suddenly stuff is being, snow is being cleared on Shabbos, so you have to tell them, if you hire these people, you have to tell them, b'fedish, not to come on Shabbos, and if they come, you have to scream at them, and that's if the guy owns the company, if the yid owns the company, then it's mamash oser. Unless there's a, a hazak issue, which is not his main point. Also in Kovitz Vesvad Lachacham Satmer, a few years earlier, of Chanech Ashkenazi, Kiryas Yoel, he also has an article on the same in Yonim, and his Maskana Grada is Lahakal. So you have two different Mayra some being more Machmer, some being more Mekel, and these types of questions. And um, in conclusion, uh, we, we spoke about Amir Lanachri, Bechla, we mentioned that there's a Lakutta de Burim, the Fidik Rebbe says a Maisa, with Al Terebbe, Shmini Atzeres Tafkaf Memzayan, that. Uh, it fell out on Shabbos, and there was snow on the sukkah, and the, and the Alter Rebbe told the guy, you have to tell the guy, we need to eat on the sukkah, and as long as the snow is there, we can't eat. And people, at the time, we mentioned this, because people pointed out that it sounds like Rehmes B'derech Sipur. That was why we mentioned it then. But part of the discussion, Lubavitch and Rebbein Tak and those who were earlier, what's the problem here? What was the issue with the snow? And we don't have time to get into the different options. Just one final point. I saw Rabbi Nachum Abraham, another Rafa Muncy, writes in Hamar that whatever is mutter with a guy, you have to remember that that's nothing to do with a yid. He says he, saw, he, he noticed the yid and the Muncy are also starting to shovel their snow on Shabbos on their property. He says that, you're getting into major shilas. What exactly the gather of snow is mutter? All these questions are actually not so pashat. So it's very important to keep that in mind. The brain himself also, in those same halachas, he started off by saying, when it comes to just interacting with the snow yourself, oh, it's not possible if you can walk around the snow, it's better than to walk on the snow. This is only specifically, it's important to emphasize, this is only specifically regarding our discussion here especially, it was only about asking a guy to clear away the snow in the street because of a hezek. And that's